So the big question is this. How are successful everyday athletes over 30 like us who work hard, who don't have much time and who are always having to juggle life and family? How are we able to live a pain-free athletic lifestyle? How do we train? What do we eat? And what do we do different that allows us to get the most out of life but still have time for all our hobbies, family and friends? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, a podcast for people over 30 who want to lose weight, get stronger and live better. I'm your host, Josh Kennedy. I almost forgot my own name there because your mug distracted me, James. Your mug distracted me. I was like, who am I? Is that R2-D2? It is R2-D2, yeah. (laughs) Straight from Disney World in uh, California. Oh, brilliant. I want an R2-D2 mug. Great. You've got an R2-D2 mug. What was the mug I bought you as well? Uh, Star Wars Stormtrooper. Yeah. Stuffy Car Wars mug. Jealous. I've, mm-hmm. I've got uh, I've got my La Crusade on the go. That's about as exciting as it gets. Maybe one day, if one very kind listener would like to send you a Star Wars mug, <laughs> uh, they might do it. <laughs> That'd be lovely. Uh, thanks very much. Uh, what's happening in the world? Well, it's it, we're, we're doing a podcast and something we've been debating for the last half an hour. Um, this yeah. is fresh. It's raw. We don't understand it. I hope you may understand it at the end of this podcast. But if not, we're going to call people out to help us explain what we're going to talk about. Yeah, we'll just put that caveat out there. You know, me and James are moderately clever, intelligent, I, w- I would say, but there are, moderately, there are far more intelligent people who know a hell of a lot more about these subjects uh, than we do. But we're going to try our very best. Uh, and as James said, this is literally an article and then a study that's come out this morning that we've had. We haven't got access to the full study, so that makes it a little more difficult because it's just summarized the findings. But basically, it's all about your metabolism and everything we thought was perhaps wrong (laughs) so this is really interesting because okay oh james you're almost middle is 39 middle-aged yeah it's 39 middle-aged actually 50s new middle-aged no i i I think i was um do you know rob rob versus ramesh ranganathan yeah the the program god what is it the first or second series of that they talk about uh, apparently 35 beyond is middle-aged according to yeah, maybe they should change that. Anyway, we most of us count 40 as middle-aged, don't they, beyond that. So, like, we're talking about metabolism, middle-aged spread after the age of 40. Oh, yeah, you know, I've put on weight, middle-aged spread. My metabolism has slowed down. But it seems that that is entirely wrong. <laughs> exactly. It's, this, is what we're, this is what we're trying to work out and trying to figure out. This is why we need access to the full full study. And people with bigger brains. And find other people who can help us out. So I'll, I'll you know, out loud now, Lane Norton... John, John Barardi, Brian St. Pierre, Christopher Dixon, you know, all these let people are smart and switched on. I can't wait to see what you write about this because it's just challenging our thought process. The fact that it says here now is metabolism peaks at age one. Yes, age one, and then tanks after 60. Like, we were under the impression that it starts to slow down 30, 40, 50, and keeps on going. But it says, it's, oh, it's after 60. And then even after 60, it only declines at 0.7% per year until the age of 90. So let's just expand on this slightly. So it peaks at age one, then very, very slow decline up until your age 20. And then between 20 and 60, it doesn't change. Stays the same. That's why we're saying before, like, you cannot blame it now on middle-aged spread because your metabolism doesn't change. <laughs> it doesn't change. That's what this study has said. And it was conducted, apparently, it was conducted across across 29 countries with nearly 6,500 people. So there's a lot of data. 
Yeah, a lot of data and over a lot of, lot of time. The specialist, the, you know, I think John Speakman at the University of Aberdeen, maybe we should get him on to speak about this. I think, I yeah, mean, <laughs> he must have a big brain. So it's, it's just interesting because, like, you know, we always thought, you know, you hit over 30 and things, your body starts to change. You, you automatically assumed it was with your diet as well. That, of course, comes into it. It does come to it, but it, but it comes in now that like, most people, you know, blame their metabolism on their middle age spread. It may not may not be the case, you know, which we see because it's true. Like it's it's easier to get more lethargic, do less work, life work, everything comes into play, and you go, oh, it's just my metabolism, <laughs> which which everyone blames all the time. Absolutely, but it's not. It's that this is what we're we're like genuinely genuinely debating this right now as we record this podcast. So what it looks like is that if your metabolism doesn't change, then it has to come down to lifestyle and total daily energy expenditure. Yeah. We can no longer say my metabolism has slowed down or this, that, or the other, because it doesn't <laughs> until you're 60, it seems. Yeah. Well, it says, say? it says here, there's a gentle slowdown until the age of 20 with no spike during all the changes of puberty. There's no change at all between the ages of 20 and 60, and then there's a permanent decline with yearly falls that by 90 leave metabolism 26% lower than in midlife, which is your ages 20 to 60. So, and it shows, they got a chart in here, it shows how metabolism get older, how energy expenditure increases as we, as, you know, during childhood and decreases a little bit as we get older. Body fat increases up to about 60, then starts to decline. But the incidence of chronic disease it's flatline until it get, you get to about 60 and then it starts to go up. Yep, absolutely. And, um, you know, talking for me, obviously we've mentioned uh, lifestyle, total daily energy expenditure, diet and all that. That will, that all counts, uh, sorry, that all counts within total daily energy expenditure. We know that, right? Mm-hmm. Lifestyle and how much you move, et cetera, exercise. That all counts to your overall calorie burn. But your actual, we, we're assuming now that they, they're talking about when your BMR, right? Basically, Based on on not, not not changing so this is something that we we had learned from from lane he was talking about how your metabolism adapted to say if you're eating chronically under eating for a while but what this study is suggesting is that that doesn't happen now this is where we're getting yeah getting a little bit because, lost and confused and this, this is the thing that we, we see now because some from okay this talk about just practical experience yep. you know we've got one of, our, one of our members at the moment pascal we're, we're we are reverse dieting him up at the moment uh, because he's been eating too little for such a long time, and he's significantly losing weight <laughs> as we follow a reverse diet. We've done episodes about reverse dieting in the past, so definitely check it out. But uh, you know, our understanding of this now is that people's the way they eat, their metabolism adapts accordingly. That's that's how we've I've always understood it. That's how we've always thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's right or wrong now is I don't know. So this is this is open up for debate, and we're trying to learn more. This is why we're talking about it live on the podcast with you. This is the inner workings of strength matters for you. There we go. So what we found, though, is to talk about the uh, the article on precision, which yeah, is about... Yeah, John Barney's philosophy about the G-flux, whereas a lot of people do a lot of activity, but they're under-eating, but they start to consume more, their activity starts to increase, and then there's a whole load of lists of change. Where's the, where's the article here? It's just, just there. So, yeah. There we are. So eating... We're talking about, like, this is what we're doing with Pascal, eating more and yet losing weight. So if your BMR doesn't change, which we thought it did adapt but it doesn't adapt then it's got to come down to other things so from what i can vaguely understand in my tiny pea brain is that perhaps the the body then prioritizes the way it uses calories better and john talks about you know improving 
lean body mass. It does say number two is increased basal metabolic rate. Well, that appears not to be true. Maybe. Maybe. Exactly. We don't know. Better recovery, improved health. Um, go on, James, you, yeah, uh, you carry on. Training stress, increased sympathetic nervous system activity, improved nutrient partitioning. In other words, what your body does with what you eat. That's, a, that's a Exactly. Thing. That is what I think is massively key. Yeah. Massively key. Things. You know, improved micronutrient delivery. In other words, vitamins, minerals, and you know, phytonutrients getting to where they need to go to. Again, it's it's all in the better digestion system. You know, exactly. Yeah, I think system. I think we've got to look at that, haven't we? Gut health, better digestion. Your body actually probably speculating here, utilizing the calories, vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients better than it did before. Maybe before you just excreted them out, perhaps. Oh, I, you know, yeah. or, or, or or held onto them in fatty tissue, perhaps. No, exactly. Just, but, do you know yeah, what I mean? We, we spoke about the importance of quality in food and the importance of quality meats and produce a couple of episodes ago. But yeah. this is just kind of carrying on with the fact that like, there's, metabolism is so... It's more complex than what we think it is. And we still don't know anything about it. If, if we did, obesity would be solved. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And the last one, increased uh, tissue remodeling and turnover. So like cell regeneration, perhaps that improves. So it's everything internal in your body, all the processes... But your actual BMR doesn't change, which is fascinating. Yeah. Actually fascinating. Yeah, you know, so again, you, you know, people who do not use, you know, if you eat less, you know, and like moving more, you know, our ability to use nutrients effectively doesn't exist. It goes down with the, with the opposite end of the G flex. I'm just, I'm spitballing here now because I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> at a loss to quite know where to go with this. We thought, hell, let's just jump on the podcast and talk about this and share what we're learning right here, right now. The key thing is, is like, it's, okay, well, this is what they've shown, but it still comes down to practical experience of what we've seen over, over 10 plus years of working with people. And consistently, I'm not saying it works every time. I'm not saying it works 60% of the time. Like, 60% know, of the time it works every time. <laughs> exactly. But what we, the system that we always go to is when it comes to nutrition, is we look at what are people eating, how many calories they're consuming, where yep. is it based on their guest best you know their, their guesstimated um, best, best you, guess yeah you know, we can work with see what happens to the body which takes about a month to do and then we adapt accordingly but we do know that most people who are chronically under eating we start reverse dieting them up to get to where they should be they tend to lose weight in the process and then when they do start to diet then they they tend to lose weight a lot faster it's a longer process but it works long term and same with people who are going from Eating two thousand five hundred calories when they should when oh, should be eating two thousand five hundred and they're eating three thousand five hundred. We cut a thousand off to the to the you know middle ground. They lose weight automatically anyway. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. And the reason uh, we've probably spoken about this before, but let's quickly clarify, because some people actually argue that there's no such thing as reverse dieting and under eating. Anyway, that's a whole new podcast. Um, God, I've lost my train of thought now. Calories in, calories, calories out. Calories in, calories out. Weight loss. Where was I going with this? No idea. Come back to me in a moment. <laughs> I don't know where I was going. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, no, but there are a lot of people who argue that the calories in, calories out hypothesis is wrong, but it's, it's been proven time and time again. I know where I was going now. Chronic undereating, and we're saying that the reason we reverse diet is because if you're already undereating according to what your BMR and total daily energy expenditure would be, you can't then cut calories. Because you'll just be cutting calories forever and end up eating nothing. That was where that was my point I was making on yeah. reverse diets. 
We got that eventually. I like the way you we put did, your hand yeah. up. See, you I told you, you, you I put your hand up like, <laughs> if you're at school, like an old school kid. Well, you've got me on camera, so as not to talk over uh-huh. you, I thought I'd put my hand up. I told you I had a tiny pea brain. I got there yeah, in the exactly. end. <laughs> but no, here's the thing. There's, as we talk about this and debate this, I think this is interesting. I think it's something we need to keep an eye on, wait for the experts to dive into this and share their opinions, uh, who are far more experienced and a lot more names after their, and letters after their names than I do when it comes to this sort of thing. But then at the same time, you've got to take in practical experience and what, what are the systems that do work and what, what do we have been doing working for a long time. And as it comes with all new research, all new data, you need to take it in, you need to read it, absorb it, apply it if necessary. But sometimes, just sometimes, maybe we don't apply it at the same time if, if it's going to affect what we're doing and we know systems work. So I don't know whether it's right, wrong, What's going to happen? Well, we'll with this? Uh, it's interesting. We'll find out, won't we? Exactly. In we'll keep you posted. Coming days and weeks, I guess. People will exactly. look at this study, won't they? And talk about it. I know. I like uh, it. I'm looking for. I'm fascinated. Exactly. Fascinated by it. And and I hope uh, you guys out there are too. <laughs> exactly. Speaking speaking of crazy metabolisms, I'd I'd love to know why. You know, I'll, I'll talk to live on the air now. Like I've been a bit ill this last week or so, that my uh, weight has fluctuated up to up three kilos more, which is about seven eight pounds in a week. Can someone explain that to me? Less activity, total daily energy expenditure, <laughs> bloating, water, water uh, retention. retention. <laughs> it's crazy. But you, but your metabolic rate stayed the same. <laughs> Explain that one to me. God, some people. Ah, oh, there we go. Uh, I think that I think that's about it for this morning, isn't it? We'll uh, so. we'll wait really cool. and maybe we'll do another podcast on this one. Clever maybe people. We should get talk John Barani on. Maybe we'll get John speaking himself. Let's, let's get him on here to talk about it. Yeah. Absolutely. That's exactly. Get, get it on and discuss it. We haven't had uh, spoken to John for a while. That'd be good. Yeah, I know. Anyway, in, in the meantime, um, because we're probably closing, coming to an end right now, because I've got nothing else to say in this matter today. Have you got anything <laughs> else? No, I've just ex- exhausted about every little uh, ounce of my brain yeah. power on this. Me uh, too. Completely. I'm going for a nap after this, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, thanks very much, mate. Anything uh, to add? Exactly. For those guys who are interested, we've, we've just released our brand new training course, uh, Masterclass, on the website. Go to strengthmatters.com, search for a uh, free video series. You'll find it on there. I'm really excited for people to have that so they can see our system. So there you go. Have Download that and have a look at that. There we go. Yeah, we share our whole system. And there's also a few PDFs you can download, some uh, examples of our magazines and uh, all sorts of great stuff on there. Uh, Thanks for that, guys. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Bye. Want more fitness secrets? Want to see the very best that Strength Matters has to offer? If so, then go start your free seven-day coaching experience at strengthmatters.com today. Our expert coaches will take you through the assessment process and help you put a workable plan into action. Together, we will finally uncover what's holding you back and put you on the path to success. Start your free seven-day coaching experience today. Visit www.strengthmatters.com to get started.